feedback is welcomed and show notes are available in the hashtag show feedback channel on our Discord server. Go to gleepsgaming.fun and click on the link. When I look back at all the crap I learned in grad school, you guys heard the news, right? The uh, the Phillips curve is dead. It's actually it's been dead for quite a while, actually. But uh, I guess the smell finally got so bad that the Fed had to admit it. So beware, falling technocrats, because their end is nigh. And all I gotta say is. God, I've never had, uh, thank God, I've never had all the things that I want because it just wouldn't be prudent. And how? So, Elizabeth Alexandra Mary Windsor. Now, you might know her as the Queen of the United Kingdom, and you might think of the United Kingdom as England, because I know I do, but... Well, 1940 was something of a year for jolly old England, uh, the heroic retreat at Dunkirk. Have you guys seen Dunkirk? No. The new one? The two, 2017? The, um, nope. Uh, what's his name? Uh, not James Cameron. Who's uh, uh, the did Batman movie? Um, oh, shoot. Uh, um, it, has, it has Tom Hardy in it. I can't remember. I never remember that director's name. But anyway, it's, it's 90 minutes, and it's well worth watching. It's the evacuation of, um, of British soldiers from the shores of France in the face of the rapidly advancing German army uh, on the western shore of uh, France there. So, <clears throat> but back to 1940, uh, we had the beginning of the London Blitz, which lasted eight months and five days. Oh my gosh. Um, which, if you don't know, it was the battle for air superiority over London between the German Luftwaffe, uh, their bombers, and then um, against them, uh, the English RAF fighters. Also, there were land forces with anti-aircraft and all that kind of stuff. But went on for eight months. Um, and uh, those German raids, they occurred almost exclusively at night and, uh, and most nights. So it was, uh, it was quite, a, quite a thing. And, you know, the sirens sounded and the people, uh, they would retreat into air raid shelters. And sometimes... Uh, these were into the tube stations under the city. Now, a bit of a side note, I heard parts of an interview recently with a guy named Dr. Bradley Garrett. Um, his mother calls him that. Um, he wrote, Explore Everything, uh, full colon, Place Hacking the City, among other books. Um, and anyway, Dr. Dr. B, he got into some trouble for bringing attention uh, to the London underworld. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. And I guess um, he made it kind of hip to go urban exploring in places beneath large cities that had been boarded up and abandoned for generations. Um, and uh, it's, it's really weird. I guess New York has a lot of this, too. Uh, they, they talk about mole people, like uh, homeless encampments underneath the cities. Um, San Francisco might. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm not as flexible as I used to be, so I'm not going to go look. But anyway, um, some of these places are where London's citizens retreated to during the Blitz raids and um, um, and stunts performed on a closed course by professional drivers. Do not try this at home. I don't know why that says that there. That's interesting. Okay, um, Mrs. G, anyway, Mrs. G and I have an extended family member whose grandparents actually lived through the Blitz and they would tell her stories of what it was like. And there's not all bad stories. I mean, they're, they're a family and, you know, they would share good stories and sad stories. Um, you know, and little, little precious nuggets intended to remind us of our more human selves during trying times. 
Now, so anyway, one night the sirens had kicked off and the family began their trudge down flights of stairs and into the streets on their way to the shelters. All except Grandma, all except Gima, who was suddenly missing. Now, Grandpa, he was not a patient man. Um, like our friend's uh, father, uh, uh, Grandpa was a was a former RAF pilot and did not cut to any shenanigans. So, Grandpa marched right back up the flights of stairs to the family flat and shortly thereafter could be heard bellowing at his wife, Damn it, woman! To hell with your dentures! Jerry's dropping bombs tonight, by God! Not meat pies! You can laugh now. You can laugh. That's a pause for laughter. <laughs> Thank you. So everyone down on the sidewalk laughed uproariously, and Grandpa reemerged a few moments later with Grandma close behind, all the time hitting him about the head and shoulders with her handbag. <laughs> so, so to this day, uh, not meat pies remains a, a staple in my local lexicon. And so, you know, good times. But anyway, many were evacuated from London, the city, those that could be. Uh, there were continued calls to evacuate the royal family uh, to Canada. Uh, King George VI, who was the reigning monarch at that time, would not leave England while it was under attack. Um, and Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth now, um, her mother would not leave her husband. And Elizabeth and her younger sister Margaret, they didn't want to leave their mom. Um, so, um, but it was, you know, this was like serious, serious stuff. Um, because, you know, all the meat pies aside, there were, in 1940, very real fears for a German land invasion and occupation. So, um, like I was saying, Dunkirk, they uh, had, earlier in that year, had been an evacuation of the soldiers uh, ahead of the advancing Germans, and there were concerns that the Germans, with their blitz, were um, attempting to soften things up in advance of um, a land invasion. And uh, so, folks were justifiably frightened. And Elizabeth, she was 14 years old. So there's that. Though she was 14, in 1940, um, there also began a series of radio broadcasts that were aired as part of BBC's Children's Hour. Um, and uh, Elizabeth and her sister, uh, they participated in that program. And in an early episode, Elizabeth uh, read, and I, I assume that she wrote this as well. It, it sounds like something a child would write. Um, she said, we are all trying, and I should, I should not do that. We are all trying to do all we can to help our gallant sailors, soldiers, and airmen. And we are trying to, to bear our share of the danger and sadness of war. We know, every one of us, that in the end, all will be well. So, those are pretty brave words for a 14-year-old girl. You know, I think, and, you know, pretty powerful words, too. So, um, that's, uh, I think that's a thing, uh, it's a notable thing, remarkable thing for a, um, a young lady of that age to um, have that kind of composure. Um, and, but of course, that, that speech evokes memories of another powerful speech she gave, uh, one that occurred recently, and that of course was the Queen's speech to the Britons heard round the world in response to the global pandemic. And that was uh, April 5th of this year. And if you've not seen it, you absolutely should Google it up. I'm, I'm not gonna read the entire thing. I'm just, it's, it's, it was so cool because it was especially this was very early on in, in the COVIDs, and um, uh, it, it was um, it, I, everyone I talked to just like wow that was that was really really cool. Um, so um, anyway, the last little bit of it was we will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again, and then it fades to black, and then they play some fancy English music, and it's um, everyone's like you know huh wow we're 
That was back when we believed we were all in this together. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's not the point. Um, you know, the point is that you know she's 94 years young and she still commands attention like a boss. And she's an amazing world figure, an amazing leader, uh, who is still, still fully engaged in an amazing life. And it's a life full enough that the need for having excess and more, uh, just because you can, it, that, never, that never happened for her. And of course, there is, uh, there, obviously there is plenty to criticize uh, about the institution of the monarchy. But that's not the Queen's fault, um, because you know, the world is changing faster and faster every day, and it, sure, it may be high time that the monarchy takes an even further backseat to the elected UK government, but even if that is true, it doesn't mean that the royals of recent decades and centuries weren't needed and or didn't acquit themselves uh, to the benefit of their subjects. So, but... <laughs> Then there are Elizabeth's children to consider. Yes, so we have, of course, Charles, uh, daughter Anne, who I don't know a whole lot about, um, and the youngest, Edward, and then, of course, my, my favorite and yours, Randy Prince Andy. Yes, that's right, Andrew, Prince Andrew, who, um, to consider, we shall rewind to November of last year, 2019. It was an interview with BBC Newsnight correspondent Emily Maitlis, an interview intended to put to rest rumors of Andy's service above and beyond the call upon the killing fields of Jeffrey Epstein's planet pedophile. <laughs> but the A-bomb, he only succeeded in dropping a hot steamy load of, oh, I let the side down. <laughs> uh, did, you, did anybody else see that? The interview, oh, all right. Right in front of the entire world who was watching, except for you three. Um, and shortly thereafter, or shortly after that, um, Andrew was retired from public life, maybe. Um, we'll see, but I like that he came out like the next week and he says, no, I'm going to schedule another interview and we'll talk about it some more and we're going to clear all of this up. And the queen said, no, 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 you're not. <laughs> back in your room. Back. Andrew, Andrew, back in your room. He's like, Mom. So, in deference to the noble queen, I will dig this latrine no deeper. My point is made, and of course the point is, when you have absolutely everything you want or need, yet you still decide that it's not good enough. All that remains for you to chase are pipe dreams and cruel realities which are rightly not allowed. For to go down that road, there be monsters there. And um, we, can either, we can call it perfection, we can call it... Jaina, um, which I believe is the, the Hindi, uh, or no, maybe Nirvana is the Hindi one. Jaina, is that the, the Islamic? I don't know. That's, anyway, the idea is afterlife, heaven, uh, perfection, grace, you know, the eternal state of grace. But no matter the name, the song, it remains the same. So we read now from the letters of St. Axel, Appetites, Track 5. I used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do it, so the little got more and more. I just keep trying to get a little better, just a little better than I was before. Amen. Hunter Thompson founded the faith that its elixir could be found in the glands atop living kidney, kidneys, kitty kidneys, kidneys. Remember all those urban legends about kidney thieves, hotel room, bathtubs, bags of ice? I'm just saying. Vincent van Gogh thought he could trade up for something like it 
with his own spare body parts. Um, he opened the bidding rather low, but you know, it didn't, it, it didn't work out for him in the end. Now, Kurt Cobain, he had already moved beyond its nice bright colors and its greens of summers, but then love conquered all the world's a sunny day, oh yeah. Now the bottom line, it wasn't crap, not really crap. I was crap, we were crap. We have been ever since the meat pies stopped falling and the technocrats began to rise. Now if we get another chance, the first thing we do, let's kill all the economists. Works for me. <laughs> Harsh, but okay. Pre pre present company excluded, I hope. I mean, I like The Economist. Not the magazine, no. The, oh, the, I mean, I like the, the people too. The social scientists, yeah, you, you gotta watch out for them. We got hidden cameras, everyone is photographed. So Andy, don't you take our adrenochrome away. Simon and Garfunkel, no? Who's hungry for pizza? I like pizza. <laughs> Do ya? <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. So what do we want, games-wise, I mean? Okay. When do we want Sh it? I just shifted. Yeah, we, we, we. <laughs> Is that rhetorical? That was a big shift. Oh, yeah. And I feared that was not in the right podcast there for a second. <laughs> I, I think Sorian was referring to a particular t-shirt for a moment there. Was that, was, was that what you were doing, sir? I don't know. I, I got real <laughs> confused during that first bit. Okay, good. Good, then everything... It is just as I have foreseen. Games, what do we want? You know, I don't know. It feels sometimes like I know a little less every day. Um, and because I still don't know, I've taken a bit of a fallback position here with intentions to reconsider how I think about games and why the ones that stick with me, in fact, do that. So, But first, of course, I am Meat Pie MacGyver Gleep, he is Saurian. I only borrowed them for science. Sourwind. Uh, other he is evil. He is Joe. He is evil Joe. And missing from the island tonight, struggling inch by inch, hour by hour, Lord Vendus the Great is just now, just about now, cresting Donner Pass, the very same passage which claimed the lives of many of his ancestors, lo, these near on 200 years ago. And when he saw there were no more pizza rolls to microwave, he wept. Bitter, I had red meat. bitter tears. <laughs> Either that, or he's helping his parents move. Hi, Venice. I, you know, you see, because yeah. you weren't going to be here on Monday when we were originally going to record this, so I spent a lot of time rewriting that. So I was going to read it one way. I would say Monday. That was my friend. My parents are this Monday coming up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure the tears were just as bitter. So, um, you know, it's, yeah, I, it was, I had this image in my head of you clad in furs and leather and stalwartly staring off into the setting sun in the west. You know, like a, this single tear slowly rolling down your cheek for the, for the pizza rolls never known. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm still got fur images and leather at this point. So I'll oh, man. It's kind of spent oh. for a while. Oh, it's, it's getting humid in here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know, like, um, 
what's the Conan? I'm sure there's a there's a, a solution for this in Conan. <laughs> anyway, I think that the three no, no the four of us. I think the four of us have a thing in common. Um, I think we all would like to be involved in a community devoted to a game which engages us, which rewards our efforts and which is fun to play, in which we can kill Vendus, or at least troll him. I just added that on for you, Joe. You can try to kill me, but yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So does that, that sound about right for you guys? Yeah, you've hit my criteria yeah. for what makes a good game right there. Okay, <laughs> okay good. Um, but So where I get tripped up is how do, how do you look for a game like that? How do you know... Um, you know when you found one, because you, know, you, you look at the calendar and you're going... Crap! It's been a week since I've taken a bath, and I'm still, you know, I still need to level up. Um, you know, you get engaged in a game, and it's like, you know, you're always thinking about it, and you're, you know, always, you know, uh, on Discord with friends, going, you know, oh, we need, we should do this, we should do that. Um, like, like the way it used to be back. You mentioned uh, before we started recording, Joe, um, uh, Star Wars Galaxies. I mean, it was like oh. back in those days. I mean, it was like, you know, you had, you had like a really strong guiding purpose in in your gaming and it was a purpose that you shared with 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 friends and so um i think we might not have yes we this is before we started recording this was what we had in um 2014 when we started the uh verse cast uh, in support of star citizen and began uh, developing those guys with ships uh gaming community was that we we're all here because of this one thing of this vision and uh, the ideas of the things that we were going to do together, um, I think that um, a recurring theme there was we wanted to have we wanted to have battles on uh, on the scale of Eve, but without time dilation and in first person and in really cool ships. You know, cool ships that didn't look like something that didn't make the cut in uh, the original Dune movie. You know, so I mean, it was it was. You know, I, th I think we were all kind of there. Has anyone here played um, Eve extensively? Not extensively. I just played it I for did a little for bit. two to three years. Did you? Okay. And, and Sorian, you did too, didn't you? No, I, I booted it up once or twice, but it was not for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's God. It's been. It's been. Has it been twenty years? Because I, I think on a previous show, Sorian, we were talking about that. Uh, back in the days when you had to go to Barnes and Nobles to buy video games, um, uh, I remember going in uh, to pick up uh, the original Planet Side because a friend that was uh, was working with at that time had a group that he was playing with, um, and uh, I went to pick that up. And sitting right next to it was was Eve Online because they both came out the same year. And uh, was, so I picked up the box and I look and I go, "Wow, this looks really hard." And then you know, on the other box, you know, you've got like. You know this chick in this really sort of archaic-looking armor. You know, but you know, you know, but she had a laser. So I said, "Bye, ah, well, okay, bye, Eve." Um, sometimes now I wish, you know, maybe I would have made a different choice, but you know, you can't go back. Um, but it's and it's just I can't, I can't do Eve now just because that's not that too much has happened since then, man. We we both have to move on. Um, so I don't know how do how do we, how will we make these these are the questions I have you know how do you make these decisions is it impulse is it known developers um, is it uh, what my friends are excited about playing there's a lot of that and there's a lot of that also the same thing with known developers too I mean we follow stuff uh, because we go oh you know so and so did this before or uh, we know that this developer uses this engine and I like the way that that 
games in this engine come together, stuff like that. And so we've done these experimentations with varying degrees of success. Um, this is my perspective. So, you know, what do you guys, how do you guys look at a game with the idea of this is something that I want to invest in with my friends? So kind of separate from the idea of like, this is a game that, oh, I, oh my God, I got to play this. I'm going to download it. And, uh, you know, I'll just play it until it's done and then I'm, then it's done and I'm, and I'm probably not going to uh, go back to it anytime soon. Like a drunk college kid on high on ecstasy for the first time. I'm willing to try Ooh. anything once. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice. Um, you know, your, your serotonin levels uh, the next day, though. Ooh, I want to die. Kill me. But mostly if uh, Zamp plays a game for more than two days, I'm willing to check it out. Okay. Um, because that means there's I, like 100 hours of content in it. <laughs> right. At least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, it's like, you know, like you guys, um, Sorian, you and Zamp just amaze me. The number of games that you can play, if not to completion, to the to an extent that you know everything that there's really worth knowing anything about about the game and can talk about it and, and you know, add it to your collection of reference points for what you want going forward. You know, it's like I... You know, I've played about a quarter of Death Stranding, and I don't know when I'm going to get back to it because, you know, Flight Simulator came out, and now I, <laughs> I flew to Jeffrey Epstein's island last night. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Did you take There's anything back there. with you? They're all gone. They're, yeah. Yeah, there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a DLC, and we need to probably unpack that later. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you know, uh, in Flight Simulator, uh, Venice, you've played a little bit, right? Uh, not on the new one, no. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Um, <clears throat> the, on the new one, they have um, uh, areas that have, they've gone back and they've, you know, detailed to like a very high level of fidelity. <laughs> um, and then there are areas that they have not. And so the areas that they have not sort of, they look, they look like, you know, maybe well, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. You know, it's about it's it's better than Project Gorgon was last time I played it. I don't know since they did the Unity update. I don't know what it looks like now, but it was in, in places it doesn't look a whole lot more detailed than that. But you know what? For most of those places, if you're flying, you know, three or four thousand feet above it, you don't notice that. You don't you don't see that. But if you if you do go to you know Little St. James and you attempt to uh, to see the little the weird little temple on the um, on the uh, northwest side of the island. Um, it's you're going to be disappointed. It's not it's not there yet. But I'm sure that somebody at some point is going to do a mod that is going to make that experience a little bit more um, tantalizing, shall we say? Um, and um, so yeah, I, it's, I I don't know how we got off on this. Uh, uh, what what were we? <laughs> What are we talking about? Um, games, the games that you guys, you and sorry, that you and Zamp play hours and hours and hours of. Um, do you? I'm, I'm guessing that when you launch a new game, is there there's a point where you say, "Hey, this is something I want to share with somebody else," or you go into it knowing it's something you want to share with somebody else, but but not always. Not always, yeah. I think there's a there's usually a point where I realize that not only is what I'm doing pretty interesting but there's like 
a depth to the story and or the mechanics that is uh, you're just scratching the surface up when you get started and like the deeper you go into it the the more interesting it gets like the, the, the further I can go without realizing how far the maximum is I'm, I'm going to be happy with that experience Okay. Okay. Can you um, can you give an example of a game where you have gone in much further than you thought you would, and still realize that you had no real clear idea of where the end might be? I think Remnants is a really good example of that because you you can beat the entire game, and then go, all right. Well, how many bosses do I have to go back and beat? Because it's random which ones I'll get. And then I have to mm -hmm. beat some of them twice because you get different rewards depending on how you defeat them. So there's just this this crazy level of depth, and all the all the maps are random, so it doesn't feel too repetitive to go back through things again. And the the combat feels great, so it's 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 fun to go back through things. Okay, um, and a severe limitation. I mean, I played the game for probably twenty hours. A severe limitation we all know is that it's three player co-op, right? Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah makes it yeah. tough it makes it tough you know and it's we've got a lot of those games I mean um, you know Sea of Thieves um, uh, you know I've only played GTFO once with you and Handsome um, uh, and, and that that was such a blast it was so good I mean but it's 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 max four players um, and um, and I know that there's seasons in that or there's there's there is progression in that but again it's not a um, it's and it's. Not, I'm not saying that it's it ha, it should be, but I mean there isn't a, a an MMO type aspect to it where you can have a large community involved in the game all at the same time and, and most likely doing different things. I mean, if everybody's involved in you know when those Eve scale battles, that's great. But if not, you know, if you have some people that are doing mining, some people that are doing bounty hunting, some people that are doing farming, some people that are doing you know, Surgeon Simulator 42, um, you know, all those things were professions. Um, airline pilot, you know, I mean, all those things were professions that um, we discussed for years and years um, uh, in preparation for um, the game coming out. And so I guess my point would be that it's not a fair comparison, Star Citizen, but it's also one of those things that we as a group were very excited about having those sorts of... Um, latitudes, possible latitudes to our community's play. So um, anything in the multiplayer um, uh, uh, aspect that kind of uh, hits your, um, comes to your mind? I think I mean, Warframe I think is always a good one. Even though the player count's limited, you definitely got a, a community that you're working with and you can have a deal and you can have meetups in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's um, it, that it, it does have an amazing um, uh, diversity of environments, and you like I say you can have uh, your dojo, so you have you know uh, communal meeting areas, and um, uh, I don't know if the uh, the PvP uh, thing is available anymore, um, or if they if they worked on that um, the conclave, I think it's called, right? It exists, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, they've they've certainly they've certainly taken a um, a, a broader scope shot at the multiplayer game. Uh, so what's the maximum you can still have in an, um, 
a quest, if I can it's, use that as a generic term, is it, it still four for the four. Um, for and even for Railjack? It's four. Yeah, yeah, it's still four yeah. for Railjack. Um, there are some missions where you can have two squads working together towards different but related goals. So you're like you're in two separate maps with four people in each squad, but you've still got um, a shared goal in mind, basically. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Because there was that thing where you could um, you could communicate while in in your railjack. You could communicate with uh, squads on the surface yeah. um, and, and do some coordination. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> have an experience. I mean, I have. I think I checked. Was it? Do I have a thousand hours? I think I have like eight hundred hours in Warframe, and uh, you know, eight hundred Steam hours. So I, those are, they're like dog years. I'm not sure exactly what those mean in real world hours. Unless you're Wolf <laughs> Larson, then I know that it has no meaning at all. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think Wolf Wolf has uh, has like you know ten thousand hours in Borderlands two. <laughs> it's like it's a it's a good game, Wolf. It's a good game. I'll grant you that. But you know, ten thousand hours. Um, you that are conscious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, right. there you go. Um, so okay, well, great. Um, uh, real quick, want I want to bounce this off of uh, Joe and Vendus too, and then we'll we'll get to my uh, my my silly little geometry homework. And then um, uh, go from there. Uh, so, uh, Joe, um, how when you're looking for new games, do you are you? Well, I know I know you do to some extent because you and I have talked about. Right. Um, we were talking in the in, in the the run up to um, Last Oasis, um, or or maybe immediately after the launch. Um, and uh, I know that you've had um, you know uh, vibrant uh, art communities uh, for years. So. Um, um, what is your perspective on this, um, you know, uh, finding a place that you can uh, you know, grow a, a community? So I think the things that have been somewhat successful, there's, I was writing some notes as you were speaking, like the, the, the kind of prop up. Um, I mean, first off, we're herding cats at any point in time. It's, it's so hard to get everybody. So first and foremost, it's got to appeal to yeah. uh, many different play styles. So whatever we're looking mm -hmm. for. And obviously, number two, we've got to be able to socialize, right? Um, we mm -hmm. had a great time in um, Star Citizen, like, last week. And uh, Soren and I were talking about it, and I go, you know what? It was a lot of fun, but we literally could have had mm -hmm. as much fun just playing, you know, being, being in Discord and, and talking. Because we just, we're just having a good time. Um, right. I think games where everyone can contribute in different ways. And uh, having gained with you guys for, like, several different years in, in, the, in our larger group, there's definitely like distinct play styles. Like, like I love Zamp. Like you know what you're getting with Zamp in a game. You know what you're getting with mm -hmm. Tam in a game. About two mm -hmm. minutes. You know what you're getting with Wolf in a game. <laughs> you know with with Vendus. Uh -huh. I'm gonna try to hunt him and, and shoot him at least yes, once. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> a Scar's another another good one. My buddy Pit. Like, and there's probably there's a ton of people. I I can't list everybody, but like, yeah, everyone contributes in their own different ways. And I think the games where people get to like really shine in their own in their own way and, and do that thing that they like to do that we tend to like go longer like atlas was a good example of that or like a lot of the survival mm -hmm. games where people can kind of go off and like some people like to organize um you know just like your storage units and i, I really need those people to come over to my house and, there, and there's other people <laughs> who like who are just all about the combat and there's people who are like min maxing or like you know or just you know like social organizers like wolf can just like attract all these people to invention in yourself and like that's really cool and um right i think like I, just in general like yeah i like to get i like to get so lost in the game that i'm not 
I guess the term is you are immersed in it, but like I'm lost in the mechanics. Like I'm still discovering not just narrative and, 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 and story points, but like I'm literally just discovering the mechanics of the game and, and finding better ways to do things. And yeah, that's a hard one. Like Star Citizen promises to be a lot of that. And I think like, like Ark um, and Atlas, Conan, hmm. um, Last Oasis, I still haven't given up on Last Oasis. Games like that kind of bring up elements. Um, mm-hmm. We had a good run on Scum. It didn't go long. It went. First of all, I was amazed that we got as many people playing as we did, and then that we mm-hmm. that we stayed interested for as long as we did. Um, yeah. Given the status of that game, but like, yeah, in general, those are the things I'm looking for. And I think like, I think a big thing for me with games at this point in my life is that if I'm giving time in, I want that time to mean something. So like, mm-hmm. I gotta have some time back. Like, I gotta like be accomplishing something that you know there has to be some persistence there. Um, right. But like, you know, with like Deep Rock, it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, like I'm building a base or something, but like I'm progressing and unlocking skills. Um, I thought Deep yeah, Rock yeah, was really that's, good. That's, that's, yes, it's, it's, that's, that's more like, in my, from my perspective, that's like more of a party game. You know, that's a, you know, you get together with, you know, your buddies, hey, what do you want to do? You know, do you want to, you know, um, you know, all Deep Rock needs is like a, um, a connect or a, a what's the, the Wii thing, you know, where you can do deep rock in front of your television, you know, rocket stone, you know, I mean, that would be, that would just be, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, I mean, that would just be awesome, you know, deep rock is a party game without a party, (laughs) um, and with a, can you imagine deep rock with a Wiimote? (laughs) No, (laughs) or you actually like, you're like actually like hammering at rock and stuff, (laughs) you know, you which they would sell you in, you know, in, you know, at uh, well, Toys R Us is gone now, so I guess maybe not. But I was gonna, you get like these foam rubber rocks and you put them around your house, Back. And, uh... <laughs> like the Minecraft swords and stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But all right. Well, oh, and um, shout out to Pitt. I mean, he um, since um, since uh, Flight Simulator launch, he has been uh, just a wealth of information. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. He he does. He's a flight instructor, right? Uh, like in, no, in real, he's real airplanes. He, he he's an aviator, as he would say, and I asked him what that means. Oh, okay. And he's okay. like that. You know, there's a difference between a pilot and an aviator. And, and Gleep, I'll let you ask him that sometime on your own and, and, and get that story there. But um, I've known him personally for a long time, and uh, we were in the military together. And uh, now he he knows what he's doing, but uh, you know, um, and I don't want to get into his personal life, but of worry and stuff. But yeah, he wasn't a flight instructor, but he he obviously knows a lot about that. And I thank you guys for. Because he tries to get me into flight sim games and DCS world all the time, and if he has other people to play with, shout out to Solidus for taking him off my plate. Um, <laughs> I've said no to him more than I have, like, um, you know, those people like uh, trying to sell me religion that come to my door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there was a, there was a thread uh, in Discord the other day where you like you had you know, a half a dozen or a dozen posts, and there was like a thumbs down on each one of them, and they were all pit. You know, just like, I don't care what you say. No. <laughs> no. You, no, you got you to down thumb. <laughs> and to be fair, he wouldn't like any of those games. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, so he was very helpful. He helped me pick out um, uh, a, uh, a yoke. I have... I've had difficulty with my with my back and trying to use sticks, so I'm, I'm going to try to go the yoke route, and so he, he steered me towards one that he said is... is is worth the money, um, you know, rather than just getting a, a piece of junk that you're going to have to replace in a year. So, um, anyway, shout out to Pitt. Thanks. Appreciate appreciate all your haps. Um, all right, I'd have Bendis. I to look into that. The, the sticks really hurt my wrist. 
Yeah, I can't do the the, the twisty thing. You know, I mean, it um, it's and he and um, was it Benu? I think it might have been him and Benu were in chat the other day saying, well, you know, it's all about the positioning too. Well, it's like it's it's really got to be down between your legs um, and like between your your knees, or it's got so you can rest your forearm comfortably on your thigh. And it's like I I don't know if if I'm anatomically incorrect for uh, for that um, uh, configuration or just you know old and old and creaky. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm a, I want to try the yoke because I know that you can also use the yoke as a steering wheel for uh, for the racing car games. So that's uh, um, I picked up Project Cars three because uh, I want to try the VR. Um, and so you know it's a that that's a fun time too. Uh, but. Anyhow, Lord Vendus, um, you know, you also, like like Sorian and Zamp, play a thousand games all at once, and then you go to lunch. Um, tell me, how, how is it that you, you make these selections, and what are you looking for when you when you do that? I mean, I think, like everyone else has said, like, the first thing I always look for is co-op, actually. Like, I've passed up on a couple games lately that are probably really good single-player games, mm -hmm. but I just, I'm looking for that co-op experience as of late. Um, okay. I mean, so, and with co-op though, it has to have like everyone said, like it has to have progression. Like there has to be some reason for us to be playing the game mm -hmm. for me to stick to it. Like that's why Deep Rock. I love Deep Rock. It's fun, but I can't play it too much because I'm just like, like you're in and out. The only thing that brings me back to Deep Rock is the fact that I can come back and level my scout, right? Right. But right. Um, games like. Trying to think of the one we were, we were playing one the other. Doc had me playing. Doc Swift had me playing one the other day. I can't remember mm -hmm. what it was, but it's basically like a, a roguelike, right? Where you go in, you get stuff, you come out, and you that's it. And then you go in and you only keep what you. Oh, it's Baroness or Barony or something like that. Um, you mm -hmm. go in, and you only get what you get in the level, and then when you're done playing, that's it. You know, I can't play those for very long because what's the point, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Other than a party game with friends that are drunk, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, and I think there's you know there's a place for that, but there's also I think we're we're also um, I think we're all interested in something that is allows like you were saying for progression. Um, and I know, sorry, and you and I have talked in the past about a um, an environment, a gaming environment in which you're building something. Um, you're building, and not necessarily you know you're just building a you know a, a hut or a you know a, you know putting a fence around your pretty flowers. I mean, it's like that you're building. Um, uh, something for your clan or your um, uh, squad or whatever, um, and that it's these are they're going to you're building tools that you're going to be able to use in the future uh, to do stuff um, with your friends, um, and I think I think that uh, you know uh, Starbase is the, what comes to my mind as having um, some of that potential on the go forward, um, uh, so. Venice, is that do you do you have uh, desires um, after a, a gaming environment like that? Definitely, yeah. Like that's I know people are bashing on, but that's why I'm really digging New World right now. Okay, because just the fact that we are all working together, and even though there's like a million other players playing, right? Our little group has been able to help in the war sieges, and you see that, right? Because when you log in, you're like, oh, we still own that town that we took over, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then we all sit there and craft and try to, you know, improve the town, the hold the town. And I okay. think that's why a lot of us are enjoying it because there's actually meaning to the stuff we're doing in game. 
Okay. And do you, um, so, uh, now Sorian and I were um, all hot and heavy about the New World, um, and then we both ended up punching out after the uh, <clears throat> the great uh, deboning, uh, I suppose you could call it. Um, the deboning. Uh, yeah. Uh, and did you, uh, Sorian, you never went back, did you? No. No, I did not either. Um, and so... Um, uh, you know that's interesting to hear hear you say that, Bendis, because you know that was that kind of describes what we were sort of hoping for. Although, um, uh, do you think is there enough there? Because one of the criticisms I've heard, I think Kira TV said this is there just isn't enough that it's um, yeah. So, like that's so that's I, I definitely agree there, and I'm hoping because this is a preview, we're not seeing everything. But you mm-hmm. can tell that they just threw together the quests. You definitely can see that. Right. Um, okay. It's all go. It's literally most of the quests are, are at the same four locations on the map. Like it, it's all the same location over and over and over. And it which, and it blows my mind because if you go out and explore, there's really cool places all over the map, but okay. they only send you to four of them for questing. That's why I think they're actually working towards. I have a feeling there's going to be more, but we don't know. Um, but PVE wise, it's it's definitely very lacking. PVP is still really fun. Um, okay. There's definitely some balance that needs to be done, but uh, uh, it's it's still a blast. The war, the siege, the siege was a blast. I had a f- awesome time. I felt like I did the siege, and and I was telling Psycho like I felt like I was in a Lord of the Rings battle. Oh, okay. Like, it felt Excellent. so good. Like, okay. So well, good. Good. Um, well, you know, I mean, that's encouraging because I know a lot of our friends were were um, were excited for uh, for that game. Um, so I guess I guess that's, that's you know obviously we'll we'll keep uh, keep looking at it. Um, I I don't know I just I when I you know and this kind of brings me to another point is that a lot of times one of the criteria for a game for me is like I gotta want to play it you know and yeah. um, if I've had a um, a bad consumer experience with um, with a game or a game company that that will definitely. Um, uh, color my uh, my opinion of, of a game uh, and I was like you know I, I'll just say like if, if even I don't care how good it is if you if you tried to um, pull some um, some shenanigans on me I will I will not I will not play your game um, and I will yeah. I will get petty and shitty about it um, <laughs> uh, not I mean like I'm, I, I mean I'm not gonna tell anybody not to play a game but I'm just saying you know when People don't want to give me my money back after they've lied to me. I get upset. Um, so, um, anyway. I wonder which game no, we're talking about. Yeah, has oh, something happened that to that you one. recently, Glee? Who hurt you? Point <laughs> on the doll. <laughs> Point on the doll. Hey, Crowfall wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, we will talk about it another time. Um, so okay, well let's let's uh, let's uh, uh, pull out our triangles of death. Um, and uh, uh, Sorian, you um, you have uh, the uh, the proper potions. You brought the um, the um, the necessary. Um, um, I have the uh, elixir. Yeah, the elixir. Yes. Okay. Um, so anyway, th- this what I wanted to do with this, and, I'm, and uh, those of you playing at home, I will post this in the um, show notes. Is it show notes? No, what's it called? The feedback. Yes, the show feedback um, thread on our Discord server. Uh, so you can uh, play along at home if you'd like, or you can line your birdcage with it. Either way. I don't understand what he is talking about. 
He's trying to steer you towards a moment of clarity. Stop being such a noob. I don't understand that either. Well, let me see if I can break it down into terms you can understand. Have you ever got a tummy ache from eating too much ice cream? Yeah, I guess so. You guessed so? Okay, had you already finished your supper? Even the vegetables? Yeah. Mommy said I couldn't have any ice cream until I finished all my fiddleheads. Finished all your what? Never mind. Because you already had enough to eat, the ice cream was a bad idea, wasn't it? But I like ice cream. It's the only thing I... thing I... I like. Really? Oh my god, that's so sad for you. When I eat ice cream, I forget how awful you are to me. Well, I can see that this was a double scoop of wasted effort. I hate you. The next installment of this episode will be made available soon. TM. I'm a sexy man.